welcome to the Worthy Mother Podcast, where we discuss all things identity, self-compassion, and fulfillment within and beyond motherhood. I'm Emily Rose Hardy, a mindset and self-love coach for moms. I am a firm believer that to be able to take care of our children, we must take care of ourselves first. This is not a parenting podcast. No, this is a podcast where we will challenge the societal expectations of what it means to be a mom, demystify the perfect mom myth, and learn to love ourselves. You are worthy, mama. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another solo episode of the Worthy Mother podcast. It is just me today, and I am really excited for this conversation I want to say thank you for tuning into the show. I hope you are finding value in each and every episode, and it means so much to me that you are showing up and listening week after week. And if this is your first time listening in, thank you for being here and welcome. If you have taken anything away from the Worthy Mother podcast, I would so appreciate it if you would leave a reading and a review on Apple Podcasts. Those reviews not only mean a lot to me, but they also help other moms know if the show is a good fit for them, and you know I'm all about impacting as many moms as possible with these conversations. So today I want to explore something that has come up for me a lot since I've had kids, and I hope it's something that will get you thinking too. What I'm going to talk about is being the main characters in our own lives, our own stories. So by the end of this episode, I want you to walk away with an understanding of who you are treating as the main character of your life so you can decide how to move forward with that information, really. So right now, as we hop into this conversation, I'm going to tell you the dictionary definition of the word protagonist, which is essentially the literary word for the main character of a story. TheFreeDictionary.com defines the protagonist as the leading character of a drama or other literary work. So picture your favorite fiction novel, TV show, or movie. Almost every story we consume has a protagonist. We've got Katniss in The Hunger Games, Spider-Man in all his movies and comic books, Cinderella, Clifford the Big Red Dog, James Bond. You get the idea, right? So we want to shift our focus from looking at these constructed stories to examining our own lives, all with the purpose of recognizing whether or not we are the main characters of our own lives, whether or not we are the ones who are leading the story. Before I talk specifically about that, I want to ask you a question. When you think about your child or children growing up and becoming an adult, Who do you want to be making the decisions in their life? Like, really think about it. You might jump to the conclusion right away or get the feeling that it'd probably be best if you made all the decisions for them, right? I mean, mama knows best, right? But sit with that. Do you want to enable them to make their own decisions using critical thinking or just make decisions for them forever? If you're still feeling a little sticky with this one, think about yourself. Would you want your own mother making the major decisions in your adult life? I'm guessing probably not, right? You probably don't want that for your child either. And I can pretty much bet that you don't want their friends deciding on important choices for them. You probably don't want their boss to be the one calling all the shots. And I'm sure you'd rather them not end up with a partner who decides their every move. 
So if I'm assuming correctly, you probably want your child to be in charge of his or her own decisions when they grow up and become full independent adults. You want them to be the main characters of their own lives. Now I want to bring you back to here and now. Take a deep breath. If you are able to, close your eyes for a moment and think about who is making the decisions in your life. Now, there are likely a lot of contributing factors to the decisions you make. Your partner or your co-parenting partner may have a lot to do with it. Your job may determine some areas of your life. And I'm guessing that as a mom, there are many decisions that are impacted by your children. It's kind of hard to avoid. And I want to make it really clear that there is nothing inherently wrong with that. All those main characters and the stories that I talked about before do not exist in isolation either. Their moves are impacted by the other characters and situations in their stories too. So as humans, we are inevitably going to be impacted by others, especially when we have children. But we have things to do to be able to care for them, and that is clearly going to influence the decisions we make. But with that in mind, I also want to recognize that sometimes, as mothers, we can become a secondary character in our own lives, meaning that we are making decisions more for the well-being of others and neglecting that our own stories and well-beings are of value too. And that is what I want to get to the bottom of here. So first of all, why does this happen? I really believe that there are a few different reasons for this, but it all kind of ties back to the roles of mothers as caregivers. As moms, we have a lot to do with the care of our children, right? So even if we have an extremely involved partner and a support system outside of the home, a lot of the care does fall on us, especially in the first few months of our child's life. And of course, if we don't have those supports, the weight of caring for our children falls on us even more. As our children grow, they are less and less dependent on us. A one-year-old is much less dependent on us than a newborn, and a five-year-old is much less dependent still. But for most of us, we are still a primary caregiver, if not the primary caregiver. We are giving a lot of ourselves to our children. Again, not inherently a problem, but something to be aware of. And society expects us to pour indefinitely into our children. Again, this is true even if we have a partner who takes on their equal load of the responsibilities. Society still tells us that it is our jobs as mothers to take care of everything and everyone else. Let me give you just a personal example of this. My husband does almost all of the laundry in our house. He does his own, he does most of the boys, and oftentimes he'll run a load for me too. So laundry for everyone isn't a burden that necessarily falls on me. And yet, laundry is still considered a mom's job by society, right? Like, it is something that comes up in conversations a lot. Like, I'll tell you, it does. The never-ending piles of clothes. The cycle of load after load that moms get sucked into. So, even if I'm not the one actually taking care of the laundry in our home, I am hyper-aware that I am expected to be by some external norm. I am expected to care for my family and the home in this way. And there are so many ways and places that we see this show up. 
But the thing that can really impact whether or not we are treating ourselves as the main character in our own lives is how much we pour into ourselves outside of our roles as mothers and how much we let the others in our lives, usually our kids, but sometimes also our partners too, completely determine the trajectory of our own stories. We get this one life. It's ours to live. Our partner has their own one life. And our kids each have their own one life. And yes, they are absolutely intertwined. But my life is my life. When we are giving up on the things that we want, the feelings that we want to create for ourselves, the things we want to accomplish, the dreams that we've had that made us who we are, when we let go of that, not because it feels good to make a shift, but because we are allowing others to determine our paths for us, or being influenced by what we think society wants from us, we are not allowing ourselves to be the main characters in our stories. When we value our children's hopes and dreams, put all of our efforts into building them up and accomplishing big things, and all the while let our own passions and purpose dwindle in the name of motherhood, we are giving up on our own stories. And I'm not saying that supporting our kids in exceptional ways is bad. And I'm definitely not saying that finding enjoyment or purpose in the success of your children is wrong. But when doing so takes the place of how we pour into ourselves outside of our roles as moms, it can be problematic. So how can we tell if we are the main character of our own story? Well, sit with this for a moment. Ask yourself what the title of your story would be. Would it reflect you? your life, your purpose, your relationships and connections? Or would it be more about those around you? If it would be primarily about those around you, maybe that means you aren't giving yourself the space to be the main character. And I want to make this clear that becoming the main character of our own stories is not taking something away from our kids. They have their own stories to create. And yes, we will likely be a major part of their stories but they will, at least hopefully, be the main character of their own. So if you are noticing that you aren't quite sure if you are the main character in your own story, or maybe you are sure that at this point you're not, I want to offer you some suggestions on how to get yourself back to the place where you are. First, getting clear on the things that you want is so important. It's absolutely vital. Without clarity of what brings you joy, what lights you up, what gives you a sense of purpose, it's really nearly impossible to make meaningful changes in your life. It is absolutely okay if your children and family are part of what you want. I think for most of us, they are, right? I know for me, my children and my role as a mom do give me so much purpose and so much joy. But we have to give ourselves more than that. In most cases, our children aren't going to need us in the same capacity forever, although I will leave space to acknowledge that for parents of special needs children, this can be a different reality. If we put all of our identity, all of our purpose, all of our story into being a caregiver to our children, then what happens to our stories when they are grown? So it's really important in gaining clarity of what we want that we ensure that we are looking beyond our roles as mothers and bringing some of that into our vision. So getting started on this type of clarity can be challenging if you aren't already in the habit of checking in with your own needs and desires. If that's the case for you, I recommend anchoring this in feeling. Asking yourself how you want to feel and creating a vision based on that can be a really good way to get started. 
Once you've established how you want to feel, maybe you've decided that you want to feel empowered, maybe you want to feel like you're making a difference in the world, maybe you want to feel peace, maybe you want to feel a certain spark of fulfillment that you used to feel when you played sports in high school. Whatever those feelings are that you want to aim for, write that down at the top of a page of paper. Then, brain dump anything you can think of that would give you that feeling. Even if you aren't sure, write it down. Maybe it's traveling, writing a book, going for a run, creating art, having a quiet morning routine to yourself to complete every morning with a journaling session and a cup of matcha. This is going to look so different for each of us, but get it all down, even if it doesn't feel realistic or even important. Even if you're not sure if it will give you the feeling you are aiming for, write it down. Once you've done this, circle the things on the list that would be easy to do now in some capacity. Could you decide to spend 10 minutes a day writing? Maybe you won't write a book right away, but you could start writing regularly. Could you go for a run once a week with the kids in the jog stroller? Circling these things does not mean that you have to commit to doing them right now, but it can show you what is possible now. Then go through the list and put stars next to the items that are most important to you. If traveling is something you know would bring you so much joy and is something that is really important to you, but that has felt so hard since having kids, put a star there. If you really want to start building a community of friends, star that. Finally, flip the page or find a fresh piece of paper and write these things down. The things that you intend to start doing now, and the things that you want to get to. Revisit this list often. As you move through your life, you will become more aware of what you want by revisiting this list, and you can make decisions with that vision in mind. This exercise can be really powerful in helping you reposition yourself as the main character in your life story. The second suggestion I will make to help you become the main character in your own story is to work with a coach. Okay, I know I might be a little biased because I am a coach, but I really truly believe in the power of having someone to reflect with and to really dig into this kind of mindset work with. When we get in the habit of putting everyone else's wants and needs above our own, it can be really challenging to get out of that. It becomes the norm for us, and like any habit, breaking it alone can be extremely difficult. And what makes it even harder is that we can't actually get out of the society that is sending us the messages that our kids should be our whole world. So working with a coach can be a great way to intentionally begin to put yourself first in some areas of your life. I mean, even the simple act of setting aside the time to focus on yourself with each appointment is huge. But what a coach can offer you is a space to do a deep reflection We can really help you dive into your own thoughts clearly through intentional questioning and then also reflect that back to you. This process can be extremely powerful if you are at a point where you just aren't sure what you want or need, but you are ready to make a change. As a coach, I help moms free themselves from the societal pressures of motherhood and reclaim their own identities, basically putting themselves back into the main character role of their own stories. My one-to-one program, Shine Beyond Motherhood, really helps moms develop self-awareness and create a vision to work towards with my support every step of the way. So I'll just plug this in here. If you are in a position where you are ready to commit to yourself and show your children what that commitment looks like, I am including a link to inquire about Shine Beyond Motherhood in the show notes, and I'd love to support you in your own story. So Mama, I want to just encourage you to take a look at your own story 
And remember that the story can change. Even if right now the focus is on others and you are not pouring into yourself in a way that leaves you feeling fulfilled, that doesn't have to be the story forever. There's opportunity for the story to develop into something else than exactly what it is right now. Our stories, our lives, they're not stagnant and we get to decide what we change. This has been a really powerful conversation for me to explore here with you, and I hope that it has given you a little food for thought and maybe even some next steps for you to take if you're wanting to embrace your role as the main character in your story more. If you have taken anything from this episode, I would love to hear from you directly, so please share your thoughts with me. I love seeing you post the episodes to your Instagram stories with your reflections, which if you do this, make sure to tag the podcast at Worthy Mother Podcast. And I also appreciate the DMs that share your insights and what the episode has brought forward for you. The podcast can be found on Instagram, again, at Worthy Mother Podcast, and you can also find me there at Honestly Emily Rose, where I share more about the opportunities to work with me as a coach and just really a whole lot of motherhood support. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your time and your story with me. I know it is so, so precious, and it is such an honor to be a part of your day. With that, I'll close out with one last reminder. You are worthy, Mama. Mama. 